0: Welcome to the Nightly noge. and Ted we have a great guest today Senator Chris McDaniel from the great state of Mississippi and you and I have a lot of friends down there and we're going to talk politics with Chris Mississippi politics with Chris but hey are you getting ready for your dress rehearsal tonight I'm excited for you man tour is about ready to start.
1: Yeah, it's good you can't see me from the uh, belt down because I'm absolutely naked. It's the only way I can take care of my my sweat glands right now. I am so excited to play with my band and play these songs for real music lovers. The tickets are selling out. It's going to be my last tour ever, but it's going to be my best tour ever. I've got a guitar tone right now that I don't think God has authorized my guitar tone. So I hope he does so before the dress rehearsal, before the tour starts, because I'm having so much fun with this music. It's out. It's out of body.
0: Well, you know what, uh, Ted, the way I want to run the format today and put Chris right on the hot seat, you know, because one of the things that we did with Dr. Oz when he was on (laughs) and other politicians that we've had, hey, no holds barred. And when Chris agreed to come onto the show, he said, hey, look, I'll take any topic. Um, Mississippians deserve to know where I stand. He's running against a guy named Delbert Horseman. And um, I've done my research, Ted. Uh, Delbert, um he's known in Mississippi and some of the circles that I run in as Delbert the Democrat. I think it's appropriate, but I'll let you decide. We'll ask Chris a, a question on a topic, and then we'll let it, uh, Uncle Ted come in behind him and scorecard him and tell him where he's right or wrong. Uh, first of all, um, Chris, word is that you listen to the nightly nudes. We're going to test you right off. Last night, we talked about uh, child sex trafficking and the, the, the awesome movie that's out, The Sound of Freedom, which runs us right into the first topic that I want to hit you on. Every state's a border state now for a number of reasons. Uh, where do you stand on the issue of the border? And do you believe Mississippi truly is a border state now?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Where do I stand on the border? We got to shut it down. I mean, there's no justification for that lawlessness down there. It's not just the trafficking, it's the drugs, it's the crime, whatever you can imagine. And I have fought for an awfully long time to do whatever we can do in Mississippi to push back against that type of illegal activity, even starting with the e-Verified program many, many years ago. So look, this is a really simple calculation. America has borders and countries can't survive unless they have borders, but states also have borders as well. And we have to make sure we do everything in our power to make sure those illegal aliens are not welcome in Mississippi. Ted, how
0: do you do?
1: Well, obviously the tip of the American dream spear is the number one responsibility of the government, secure borders. Chris, number one, thank you for coming on the Nightly News because I've heard from a lot of my Mississippi friends down there, people who hunt and fish and trap, ranchers, farmers, cops, some teachers, people who are really involved in the American dream, the Constitution, Bill of Rights, Ten Commandments, Golden Rule, work ethic, law and order, all that radical stuff. Your stand on border security is uh, resonating across this country, and we salute you for that. But let me read a a letter I got this morning when my friends heard that we're going to have Chris McDaniel on our nightly news celebrating truth, logic, and common sense. Hey, Ted, if you remember, we had the discussion when Chris McDaniel ran against Thad Cochran for Senate here in Mississippi, and the NRA endorsed Thad, much to our disappointment.
2: Chris, what does keep and bear mean to you? Oh, goodness. I'm an absolutist when it comes to that. I can't I like the word absolutist. I'm an absolutist. Listen, shall not be infringed means shall not be infringed. I want to be really clear. Those crazy, terrible assault weapons. I have quite a few of those at my disposal at home. So do my sons. And we're very proud of that. And I'll take it a step further. Um, there's not a chance in this world, Ted, that we're ever going to get rid of those weapons. Not a chance in this world the government is ever going to take those weapons from us. We're going to stand and defend ourselves and stand and defend this country and those rights. And so look, it means shall not be infringed. I'll take that very, very seriously.
1: You know, regarding the Second Amendment, people are always talking about all the mass shootings and all the slaughters in Chicago. And pretty much every Democrat run city is a slaughter zone on a daily basis because uh, they let murderers and rapists and carjackers out. I coined a a phrase years ago that I would highly recommend you utilize in your campaigning. And that that colloquialism I have now established is engineered Recidivism. I'm just a guitar player, but I'm a dad, I'm a husband, I'm a rancher, I'm a farmer, I'm a guitar player, I'm an author, I'm a TV producer, and I'm just all around a great guy. The point being <laughs> that I know for a fact that if we just didn't let murderers and rapists and carjackers and home invaders out, We could end rapes and murders and carjacking and home invasion. What is your take on engineered recidivism? And what would you fight in Mississippi to put an end to this self-inflicted Democrat, communist, Marxist, insane curse of engineered recidivism?
2: I'm with you 100 percent. Not only do we let people out that shouldn't be out, we also have prosecutors now that are refusing to prosecute. And unbelievable. To the extent that these prosecutors are not doing their jobs, they have to be removed and bring in law and order prosecutors that will enforce the law. So I'm with you a thousand percent on that.
1: You know, I've done my research and, Chris, I want to salute you because uh, everything right in America, everything proper, the founding father's vision of a of a free people where no kings and no tyrants could dictate our 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 life, liberty or pursuit of happiness. What happened to Mississippi? What I know what happened to my state of Michigan. Conservatives slept in. Conservatives didn't vote. And the Marxist-run liberal Democrat Mitt Romney party, they literally manipulated and, and, and made the voting system a crime scene. What can you do in Mississippi so that we get back? And I know that the majority of Mississippi families believe in those foundational values. How can reverse this trend where they're abandoning those traditional values and get that back on track. Cause I play, I'm playing in Brandon, Mississippi here. on the 18th, I think it is you should come and see the greatest rhythm and blues band in the world. But, but how do you, as an individual, how can you steer the status quo politicians
2: to get back to those traditional values? You know, it's dangerous because if you look back over the last 20 years specifically and we wake up, we see a country we barely even recognize now. If If we let this continue over the next 20 years, we're not going to inherit a free society. And I'm absolutely sick of being pushed around by these people, the liberals the activist. It's time to fight back. And, I, you know, Mississippi is one of these great places where we can still hold the line. We can't do that in Massachusetts or in California, but we still have these good, strong, solid Christian fighters down here. And if we can wake these people up, we can change the whole world one state at a time.
0: Thank you, you know sir. what? Uh, before we end today and, and Chris, can you join us tomorrow night? Can you come back? Because there's some other topics. I, election integrity. Ted brought it up in passing there. I really want to get your take on that. But before we let you go today, Ted asked you about the Second Amendment. I've done a little bit of research and it looked to me like Delbert, the Democrat, blocked some legislation, some which would have been very pro Second Amendment legislation. Did I read that correctly? Um, and, and, And give us your take on that.
2: You did. I have a bill called the Anti-Commandeering Doctrine uh, Pro Second Amendment Act. And so what it does is this. The federal government, if they ever attempted something so silly, so stupid and so illegal as confiscation or mass registration, whatever the case may be, we would order our agents and agencies to stand down and not cooperate. What we have found is if the state actors don't help the feds, the feds lack the manpower to effectuate these broad schemes. And so when it comes down to confiscation or mass regulation, whatever the case may be, Mississippi has to find ways for our agents and agencies to push back against the federal government as opposed to just simply accept and help the federal government.
0: So what Delbert do on that when you when you push that bill through the Senate or tried to get it in the, through the Senate there in Mississippi?
2: Like he did most of my bills, all of my bills. In fact, he had it killed in committee. Delbert is an old school Democrat and he does not like conservative reform legislation, whether that's the woke culture, whether it's an income tax elimination or whether it's uh, fighting uh, against the um, the border. He is against us in every respect. And then that's the problem. He kills these bills in the committee process.
0: Ted? We're going to have uh, Chris back tomorrow. But what's your final word for today, my friend? Well, bottom line is uh, Chris
1: represents a growing movement in this country to return to the Founding Fathers' vision. So, Chris, we salute you for that. And all those that are running for public office and uh, Senate and Congress and chief of police and state trooper and sheriffs and, and uh, senators and congressmen, everybody out there, they can take a lead from what Chris is doing. We see this. That's what Chris Kobach did in Kansas. He stood absolute for the Constitution. And I think Chris's opening words that he's an absolutist for the Second Amendment. It's this simple. God gave me the right to have a gun to keep and bear arms. I got that from God. Divinely intervened, the Founding Fathers wrote it down as the Second Amendment to protect all the amendments. So a salute to you, Chris. and We're looking forward to having you on tomorrow night. But everybody around the country should take a, a, a lead on this and, and realize that the Second Amendment is absolute. And it's the tip of the freedom spear.
0: Yes, sir. Bell was great chat today. I look forward to talking to you tomorrow about election integrity. See you guys tomorrow.